listening to Catholic Espresso. Whether you have an espresso in hand or not, this is a podcast that will help you in your journey of faith. And now here's your host, Father Pavel. Hey, everybody. It's so great to be with you again, second Sunday of Advent. I hope you had a good first week of Advent, very productive uh, spiritually. And um, I hope your preparation before Christmas is going well. Our um, episode today, it's actually pretty busy because we'll be talking about um, the beginning about Advent. And uh, there is a parishioner sharing her understanding of this special season of the year, liturgical season of Advent. Also, we have an interview, longer interview with um, Deacon Robert Kinghorn. Uh, he is involved with the ministry here in Tirana called The Church on the Street. And um, he's going to be giving our annual Advent recollection uh, day. Uh, he's going to be preaching on Saturday, December 11, uh, next Saturday. Uh, initiative um, um, taken by Catholic Women's League and um, a great interview. Actually, I, I learned a lot about um, what he does and uh, what he's fascinating about and um, how great his ministry is here in Toronto. So um, great interview. Uh, we're going to also hear some informations about a uh, cookbook that uh, will be available this weekend uh, to purchase here at St. Mary Immaculate. Uh, again, initiative of Catholic Women's League. Great recipes and um, great uh, prayers. I think it's it will be great to have book um, cookbook that uh, Catholic Women's League prepared because even if you're not crazy good cook, uh, you can learn um, how to prepare a good, delicious meal. And um, eventually, finally, we're going to have the news of the church prepared by uh, Christina. So it's glad, I'm very glad and happy to be with you again. Um, A week ago, it was an introduction before Advent. Uh, We made it the very first week. I hope it was a good week for you. Um, I hope you introduced some of the uh, advices that uh, I was talking about last last, um, week. So um, now let's uh, listen to one of our parishioners about her understanding of Advent. What does it mean to have a good Advent? in her life. Hi, Father. My name is Beatrice. Advent, for me, is a time of waiting, just like Mother Mary waited when she was pregnant for Jesus, waited for his birth. I join myself in prayer and wait for Jesus to come and touch the hearts of all the people in the world. Advent, for me, is a time of waiting joyfully for the coming of our Savior.
every year during Advent a Catholic uh, Women's League of St. Mary Immaculate uh, Parish um, is hosting annual Advent Recollection Day uh, for our parishioners. And it's always a great success. It's a great event. Um, since I came to the parish, they invited um, very good speakers, people who are um, excited about faith, people who are um, a great examples for all of us to follow. And this year, Catholic Women's League invited Deacon Robert Kinghorn. Um, uh, so, uh, annual Advent Recollection Day will start with the Holy Mass on December 11th, Saturday at 8.30, after Mass Rosary, and um, 9.45 will be a first talk given by Deacon, The Call from the Streets. The second talk will be The Voices of Brokenness. Just to let you know, Deacon Robert um, created, started, began the ministry uh, here in the Archdiocese of Toronto, the church on the street. And um, I decided to interview Deacon to give us a little uh, feedback uh, before we will come on Saturday to know Deacon, who he is and what he does. Um, his Eminence, Cardinal Collins, uh, in the foreword to the book um, that Deacon wrote, said Deacon Kinghorn bears faithful witness to the humility, compassion, and generosity of ordained ministry. And it's amazing what he does. So um, I hope you're going to enjoy uh, the interview that um, uh, I did uh, with Deacon Robert. Um, and um, listen to what is ahead of um, at St. Marie Immaculate on December 11. And I would like to welcome today uh, Deacon Robert Kinghorn. Uh, Deacon will uh, be the master of our annual Advent Recollection Day on September, uh, December 11, uh, Saturday, this coming Saturday. Uh, Deacon Robert, welcome to Catholic Espresso Podcast. It's good to have you, and it's going to be a pleasure to have you in our parish on December 11. Uh, Deacon Robert, can you introduce yourself? Tell us something uh, about yourself, please. Absolutely. Well, thank you for the invitation to come to your parish on December 11th. I really appreciate that. Well, as uh, some of you may guess uh, from my accent, I was not born in Canada. Uh, it's, I, I, I think it's Poland, isn't it? Yeah, well, good guess, but uh, we're not too far away. <laughs> Scotland, you would call it. Scotland. And I was born in Scotland and uh, in the city of Glasgow uh, many years ago, we could say. And uh, in 1971, uh, I came to Canada. And it, it's, I was uh, at university in Glasgow, so I, I took a degree in physics at Glasgow, a honours degree in physics at Glasgow University. And then um, I decided to come to Canada. It's hard to say why I came to Canada. I didn't know anyone in Canada. Uh, but 
I, all I could say is I told my parents, I told a friend, I feel God wants me to come to Canada. No, that's a strange thing to say, but uh, uh, just a feeling, and uh, I didn't know anyone in Canada, as I say. So I emigrated here in 1971, May 1971, and when I, I came here, I started looking for a job, and I um, started, uh, I had training in Glasgow after university in the computer industry, which it was in, at its infancy, as you can imagine, 1971. And so when I came here, I, I started working at York University in their computer department. So that's what I've done all of my working life as a um, computer consultant. I had my own company for a while until uh, I retired about oh, five or six years ago. So that was uh, uh, coming to Canada and starting working here. And early on, I, I was involved in church work. And uh, when I came here, I, I got involved in a, a group called the Curseal Movement. And part of that uh, follow-up, I got involved in prison ministry uh, early on. And I started going up to Beaver Creek, which is a way up north. We'd drive up there every Tuesday night to meet with the prisoners. We actually had a curseal up there in the prison, so we stayed a weekend there. Um, so I also got married when I was over here. Uh, I've been married now uh, to a lady who's from the Netherlands, and uh, she came when she was quite young. So I'm married, and I've got, uh, I've got three children and four grandchildren at this point. So, and then, um, and we'll get into this later. So that's the sort of my background in terms of logistics. And uh, then I became a deacon in 1985. So uh, one night I was downtown, it was uh, very early in the morning, down the streets of the city, around about uh, Allen Gardens, if you know Toronto, right downtown. And you could see drug deals going on, and you could see prostitutes out there. And the normal, uh, what happens, you know, garbage being collected, things like that. But I thought to myself, as I was going around and driving around at that time, where's the church? You know, we know there's all St. Michael's Cathedral's there and all of the other churches and buildings. But where are the people of the church at one o'clock in the morning on the streets of our city? So that's uh, when I... I started going down every week to the, the streets of Toronto every Thursday night from between 8 o'clock and about midnight or 1 in the morning and just walking around with a clerical collar on and getting to know people. So that's uh, uh, why we called it the church on the street because we are the church, not just the building but the people. Mm-hmm. And there's two meanings to that. One is we are the church physically going to the streets of our city but we're, the people we're meeting are also part of this, the church. Even though they're addicts, even though they're prostitutes, they're part of the worldwide church in its largest sense. So I'm going down there to meet people of the church. So that's why we, I started writing articles in the Catholic Register mm-hmm. and then compiled them into a book. And that is why we called uh, the name of the book The Church on the Street. Can you share with us... Uh the most um, incredible story that you experienced uh, while you were performing uh, the ministry, uh, the church on the street, uh, something that touched you the most? 
Yes, so I'll be talking on uh, December 11th. There are a lot of stories. Basically, to my reflection, there will be many stories for people to reflect on. But there have been so many beautiful people. The, the greatest surprise I had, and let me say, when I went down, because of wearing a clerical collar, I thought I'd get abuse. People would sort of, you know, make comments about the church. I've never been disrespected on the streets by people, and in fact, quite the opposite. People have said positive things about the, the church. Uh, but there's been a, a lot of beautiful meetings down there, and there's one um, there's one that happened early on. There was a lady, uh, she was sitting, she was out there as a prostitute, sitting on a wall downtown, and I was walking by, and I, she said, um, well, she said, are you a priest? And, you know, I don't explain the difference between priest and de- deacon. It's too hard to... <laughs> and so I said, well, I, I, I'll listen to her. Yes, I'm, I'm from the church. She said, sit here. And I sat in the, this wall beside her, and she started from memory saying Psalm 13. Now, I'm, I'm sure not many people know Psalm 13, but from her memory, she said, uh, it's all about God, why do you allow uh, all of these things happening to me? Everyone to put me down and people who will have their way with me. It's a very negative psalm to start with. But at the end it ends, but I will always trust in your love, O Lord. And she knew this from heart. And I couldn't believe it. I don't know any heart, uh, psalms from heart. Mm-hmm. And I said, where did you learn that? She said, I was in prison. And the chaplain taught it to me. It's one thing that gives me hope. And you know, this lady, um, we, we knew each other. I'd see her often downtown uh, on drugs, uh, out prostituting. But you know, and I'll tell more about this story. And because this is a beautiful witness. This lady, after 14 years, got clean of drugs and she had a baby. And now she's working as um, a drug addiction counselor downtown. And my wife and I go to visit her often. She's got a good house now. And it's always a joy to meet with her because she's just so happy. And at one time she said to me, do you know, uh, I think some people are just born to be drug addicts and prostitutes and I'm one of them. Such a sad situation. And then when she got clean, we gave a talk to the CWL conference in Toronto probably over four years ago, and I asked her to come along. And she stood there in front of about seven or eight hundred women, and she remembered that first meeting we had. And she said, I remember meeting Deacon Robert, and I told him some people are just born to be uh, prostitutes and drug addicts, and that God would never accept me. And she stood there and said, that was the drugs that were talking now I know God will accept me. There's such a beautiful testimony. So that's one of many stories. Uh, that One of the things that teaches us, we have to be patient, 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 and not give up on people. That was 14 years it took for her to get off the street. So that's one story, Father Pell. I've got lots more I'll be talking about at the uh, reflection in December. Such a beautiful testimony and um, patience and don't give up on people. Great message, especially during the pandemic when we are so tired, overwhelmed. Uh, Deacon, it's going to be a privilege 
to have you on December 11. We're going to start with 8.30 a.m. Mass. And um, after Mass, the Holy Rosary, after the Rosary, we'll be ready to listen to the incredible stories of your such a beautiful ministry. I'm, I'm very excited. And uh, listeners, parishioners of St. Mary Immaculate, uh, we really want to invite you for this um, event, Annual Advent Recollection. Are you going to have uh, your book available for our people? Yes, I'll bring, I might say just, uh, we're in the third printing of the book, and uh, the third printing will be ready until uh, January, but I'll be bringing about 110 copies of the book, so that's all, the kids, that's, all that's left, 110, so um, we've sold probably about all the one and a half thousand copies of the book so i'll be bringing uh, about 110 so uh but after that uh, in january i'll be getting more copies but certainly i'll bring copies if anyone would like to read the stories thank you deacon and uh there's a last question i want to ask you what's your favorite soccer football team <laughs> If, if you know people from Glasgow, uh, most of these are Celtic or Rangers. Now, the, the Celtic is a Catholic team and Rangers are the non-Catholic team. So Celtic is my favorite team. That's great. Thank you so much for joining our Catholic Espresso podcast from St. Mary Immaculate Parish in Richmond Hill. And looking forward to see you, Deacon, on December 11. Uh, we will be together at Holy Mass at 8.30 and... Um, um, we want to invite, again, all parishioners, listeners, if you want to have incredible annual Advent recollection, join us. Uh, Deacon Robert, thank you again for joining Catholic Espresso. You're welcome, and thank you for inviting me to the reflection. Take care. <laughs> front of me I have a printed edition of the cookbook Taste and See the Goodness of the Lord St. Mary Immaculate Church Catholic Women's League Cookbook um, actually I have to tell you I was so so impressed when I got the first copy a uh, few months ago we asked our parishioners to provide us with the with the famous recipes that they have and um, I mentioned this many times that we are so blessed to have people of different cultures, different nations, different um, different tastes, and um, many people from the parish provided uh, the favorite recipe, including the pastor. And um, this cookbook came in the perfect time because we are in Advent preparing for Christmas and I'm pretty sure many of us will try to cook to prepare something special for Christmas so uh, this coming um, weekend um, this weekend second Sunday of Advent we'll be selling the cookbook 
um, will be on sale. And uh, I really want to encourage you to get a copy. Uh, it's well done, well done. Uh, many great recipes. And um, uh, you can even take uh, notes um, and uh, great quotes of the saints, uh, quotes of the scriptures, quotes of different uh, prayers in the book. Uh, I think every house uh, household of our parish should get the copy of this cookbook. And now um, I ask uh, the president of Catholic uh, Women's League, uh, Boots Montano, uh, to share with us a little bit information about um, Taste and See, the Goodness of the Lord cookbook. For two years now, we haven't had um, fundraising for to support our 10 ministries in the Catholic Women's League. And we, and with the support of our pastor, Father Pavel, we decided to launch um, a cookbook and uh, parishioners contributed to it. And um, its book is beautiful, it's filled with spiritual, um, prayers and um, wisdom, words of wisdom, and um, it will be launched this weekend, and you're all welcome to support it and with your kind generosity to buy the book. It'll be available after all Masses this weekend of December 4 and December 5, and um, it is $15 each or $25 for two and you will be very glad to have it in your household. And it's a good uh, keepsake and it's timeless. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mrs. Montano. Um, and you mentioned to support the pastor. Yeah, I love to cook. I wish I have more time to be able to cook, but uh, it's one of my, uh, one of my hobby cooking. So I'm sure I'm gonna be using many recipes of our parishioners uh, that we can find in this book. So this weekend cookbook available for sale at St. Mary Immaculate. Uh, you can, um, if you listen to the podcast and you're not from Richmond Hill, you can always call the office and maybe order the book from the office. Excellent thing to have it, especially um, right before Christmas. Maybe you are looking for Christmas gift and this is ideal gift that you can give to someone for Christmas. And now I would like to invite Christina with the news of the church. Thank you, Father, and welcome everyone to this week's edition of News of the Church. The Vatican Secretary of State on Tuesday criticized a European Commission's communications guide discouraging staff from using the word Christmas. In an interview published by Vatican News on November 30th, Cardinal Pietro Parolin suggested that the document was going against reality by downplaying Europe's Christian roots. 
The document is now being revised. The Javira Festival, which takes place every year in the northern Italian city of Treviso, is a house of welcome, a house with many windows open on the world, according to its founder, Father Bruno Barato. The event was established in 1996 to promote dialogue and encounters between different peoples and cultures, offering testimonies, discussions, and artistic performances with the involvement of over 40 associations working with migrants. In the wake of Saturday's Feast of Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal, we're reminded of the strong parallels connecting the times of St. Catherine Liburi and our own. The medal is a reminder of Our Lady's powerful intercession. In the current pandemic, one turns to the Blessed Mother and seeks her help to avoid the unnecessary sickness and bring healing to people's lives. The heart of it is not that a miracle happens when one wears the Miraculous Medal, but it changes people's faith, it helps people put greater confidence in the Blessed Mother. Mary and her miraculous medal are just as important today as they were back in 1830. They're the solution to all the difficulties we're facing. Now, more than ever, we need our Blessed Mother's comfort and protection. More than ever, we need to discover her peace and to know that our Blessed Mother is with us. And that's this week's edition of News of the Church. I'm Christina Doyle. Now back to Father Powell. Thank you, Christina. Well, almost the end of the podcast, um, another episode. I wish you all have a great um, Advent, um, second week of Advent. Have a great journey towards Christmas. And um, it was so good to be with you on the second Sunday of Advent. I want to thank our editor, Paul, uh, Christina, for the news of the church and uh, all of you for good uh, warm uh, words uh, supporting words of our podcast Um, i'm still in training and i'm still learning many many things how to do it and uh, so thank you for being so patient and i'll tell your friends about catholic espresso Uh, tell your family about catholic espresso because um, that's one of the great form of uh, new evangelization and reaching our people, our parishioners, and not only because I know uh, people in different parts of the world um, uh, listen to Catholic Espresso. God bless you to you all. Blessed Advent, blessed second Sunday of Advent, and um, enjoy this special time of the year. God bless you. Ciao.